In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Again, a warm welcome to the celebration of Mass here at St Bride's. Welcome to all who are joining us at this moment, and of course, again, welcome to those that will be joining us through the rest of the day. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, John Nolan, uh, who lived in Cambridgeshire, uh, and uh, died uh, during the month of March. Uh, I ask you to remember her in your prayers. And uh, also please remember in your prayers today Sister Veronica, one of our poor Clare sisters, who is celebrating her 50th uh, anniversary of profession in the poor Clares today. These days are the days of the Easter octave, and of course they are the celebration of the Church's Easter and of course, in our own hearts and minds, we sense that joy and peace that God himself brings us in these days. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace to people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us, you take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us, for you own are the Holy One, you own are the Lord, you own are the Most High, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. O God, who have united many nations in confessing your name, grant that those reborn in the font of baptism may be one in the faith of their hearts and the homage of their deeds. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Everyone came running towards Peter and John in great excitement to the portico of Solomon, as it is called, where the man was still clinging to them. When Peter saw the people, he addressed them. Why are you so surprised at this? Why are you staring at us, though we had made this man walk by our own power or holiness? You are Israelites, and it's the God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, the God of our ancestors who has glorified his servant Jesus, the same Jesus you handed over and then disowned in the presence of Pilate, after Pilate had decided to release him. 
It was you who accused the Holy One, the Just One, you who demanded the reprieve of a murderer while you killed the Prince of Life. God, whoever raised him from the dead, and to that fact we are witnesses, and it's in the name of Jesus which through our faith in it has brought back the strength of this man whom you see here and who is well known to you. It's faith in that name that has restored this man to health, as you can all see. Now I know, brothers, that neither you nor your leaders had any idea what you were really doing. This was the way that God carried out what he had foretold when he had said through all his prophets that the Christ would suffer. Now you must repent and turn to God so that your sins may be wiped out and so that, as the, so that the Lord may send the time of comfort to you. Then he will send you the Christ he had predestined, that is, Jesus, whom heaven must keep till the universal restoration comes, which God proclaimed, speaking through his holy prophets. Moses, for example, said, The Lord God will raise up a prophet like myself from you, from among your brothers. You must listen to whatever he tells you. The man who does not listen to the prophet is to be cut off from the people. In fact, all the prophets that have ever spoken from Samuel onwards have predicted these days. You are the heirs of the prophets, the heirs of the covenant God made with his, our ancestors when he told Abraham, In your offspring all the families of the earth will be blessed. It was for you in the first place that God raised up his servant and sent him to bless you by turning every one of you from your wicked ways. The Word of the Lord How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth! How great is your name, O Lord our God, through all the earth! What is man that you should keep him in mind? Mortal man, you care for him. Yet you have made him little less than a god. With glory and honour you crowned him, gave him power over the works of your hand, put all things under his feet. All of them, sheep and cattle, yes, even the savage beasts, birds of the air and fish that make their way through the waters. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The disciples told their story of what had happened on the road and how they had recognised Jesus at the breaking of the bread. They were still talking about all this when Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, Peace be with you. In a state of alarm and fright, they thought they were seeing a ghost. But he said, Why are you so agitated? And why are these doubts rising in your hearts? Look at my hands and feet. Yet is it, yes, it is I. Touch me and see for yourselves. A ghost has no flesh and bones as you can see I have. And, as he said this, he showed them his hands and feet. Their joy was so great, they still could not believe it, and they stood there dumbfounded. So he said to them, 
Have you anything here to eat? And they offered him a piece of grilled fish, which he took and ate before their eyes. Then he told them, This is what I meant when I said, while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the Law of Moses, in the Prophets and in the Psalms, has to be fulfilled. He then opened their minds to understand the Scriptures, and he said to them, So you see how it is written, that the Christ would suffer, and on the third day rise from the dead, and that in his name repentance for forgiveness of sins would be preached to all the nations, beginning from Jerusalem. You are the witnesses to this. The Gospel of the Lord. I think of these passages that we've listened to today, this morning, uh, as kind of follow-up passages. If you were here at Mass yesterday, you'd have heard uh, the first parts of the story. Um, the Acts of the Apostles, where the crippled man uh, is cured uh, by the intervention of uh, uh, St. Peter. Uh, and also, uh, yesterday we heard of the uh, men on the road to Emmaus, uh, who met, meet the risen Christ. Well, this is the kind of the follow-up uh, to those stories. Um, this is what happens next. So what we hear then is that uh, people are amazed uh, at what has happened, uh, and of course they, they run to Peter, uh, and of course it's the occasion then for Peter to explain just exactly what has happened. It's not through them that the person has been cured, the, the cripple is able to walk, uh, but through Jesus himself. And of course then it's the occasion in which, once again, uh, Peter tells them about Jesus, about who he is, about who he, that he was the one who was expected and the one of whom the scriptures uh, prepare us for. And so we kind of see in that kind of passage, if you like, that sense in which uh, we feel just exactly what it was that those early Christians were saying, uh, the very essence of, of the teaching itself, um, who Jesus was, uh, uh, that he had been prophesied, uh, that he had died and risen. And of course that becomes a central kind of part of the church's teaching and the thing that is handed on. Uh, it's through this person, Jesus, uh, that we are justified. It's this, through this person, Jesus, that our sins are forgiven. It's through Jesus, who is the Christ and the Anointed One, uh, that uh, we live our lives. Today, also in the uh, Gospel passage, we hear that follow-up to the story of the, the men on the road to Emmaus. And simply what we hear is that they've told their story and then before they know it, Jesus himself is in their presence. Uh, and of course, uh, the, the early Christians are, are anxious to tell us that about the, the appearance of the risen Christ. And we kind of sense from the other stories, especially the men on the road to Emmaus, that there's, there's something different about this body that Jesus himself has. Uh, it's him, and yet it's more him, if you like. Uh, the disciples on the road to Emmaus don't really uh, recognise him at first. 
but we hear more of that in this reading itself. Uh, uh, it's not a ghost that appears before them, but it's a living uh, reality that they're able to see. And of course, uh, he's able to point to his, his hands that are wounded, uh, to his feet, uh, which uh, uh, the nails were in, um, and, and the fact that he's able to, to eat a meal as well. It's a, it's a living reality uh, that is in their midst. So it's almost as if the, the early Christians are kind of struggling just exactly to say uh, just exactly what the risen Lord was like but to reassure us that it's not a spirit or not just something uh, kind of that's uh, not earthly, if you like. Uh, and so it's a kind of a mysterious kind of presence uh, that Jesus comes amongst them. Of course, uh, the doors are shut and yet he is able to be with them. He appears uh, when they are uh, all of a sudden, if you like. There's, there's, a, there's a sense of kind of mystery about just exactly what he was like and uh, the differences that, that were in him. The passage uh, itself uh, finishes with that sense in which now the apostles, the disciples, will be his witnesses in Jerusalem and to the ends of the, of the world, to the ends of the earth. Take you back to those passages uh, which are the early calling of the, the apostles. And of course, uh, what we find is that uh, the Peter and Andrew and James and John leave their, their fishing nets by the by the seashore and of course then uh, they simply follow Jesus. They, they don't know what they're going to do, where they're going to be, but now it becomes exactly clear just exactly uh, what they will be. They will be his witnesses. They've seen what he's done. Uh, they've listened to him. Uh, they've been witnesses to his death and resurrection and now they are going to be witnesses to that to the world. That simple kind of phrase of being witnesses is so powerful, isn't it? You know, also that we in our turn are witnesses as well to that risen life that we've experienced uh, through baptism, to that testimony of the, the apostles down, uh, uh, down to each of us, that faith that's been handed on to us. In a certain sense, we also are witnesses. And of course, uh, in these times, uh, we're witnesses to the, the risen life amongst us uh, and the hope that's in our hearts and the courage and strength of our own lives uh, we bear witness uh, to to the presence of the risen Lord in our life and the generosity of our actions and the self-sacrifice uh, and the love that we have for others all these things are, are living testimonies uh, of our devotion uh, to the risen Christ himself uh, and to the fact that we our witnesses ourselves in these times. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made. It will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. 
Graciously be pleased, O Lord, to accept the, the gifts we offer joyfully, both for those who have been reborn and in hope of your increased help from heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, at all times to acclaim you, Lord. But in this time, above all, to laud you yet more gloriously when Christ, our Passover, has been sacrificed. He never ceases to offer himself for us, but defends us and ever pleads our cause before you. He is the victim who dies no more, the Lamb once slain who lives forever. Therefore, overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you've held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the Blessed Apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life, and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him, and with him, and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
all glory and honour is yours forever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil and graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world, blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word, and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Hear, O Lord, our prayers, that this most holy exchange by which you have redeemed us may bring your help in this present life and ensure for us eternal gladness. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection upon us. Hail Mary, full of grace. The Lord is with thee, blessed art thou among women, 
and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Alleluia, alleluia.